about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshigma, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. God is good. I want us to turn this uh, morning to the book of Acts in chapter 3 and verse 1 to 8. Acts chapter 3, I began this in the early hours of this, of this year. Acts chapter 3 and verse 1 to 8. And Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 4. Acts chapter 3 and verse 1 to 8. Um, I, I'm just trying to continue with right deeds for a great future as we round up this period. And we've been speaking about different kinds of stuff over the last few weeks. And last week we, we did uh, uh, something regarding uh, properties and basically trying to move people forward um, in their lives. And I, and I just want to conclude this and bring us to a certain level of our lives because many people will have doubts about this. I will use the New Living Translation. My, uh, New Living Translation. Can someone please uh, walk on my microphone here on, on the stage here? Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was carried in. Each day, he was put beside the temple gate, the one called Beautiful Gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. And when he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter and John looked at him intently and said, Look at us. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But Peter said, I do not have any silver or gold for you, but I give you what I have in the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene. What? Get up and what? Get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand, helped him up, and as he did, the man's feet and ankle were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet, and began to walk. Then walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realized he was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. They all rushed out in amazement to Solomon's colonnade where the man was holding tightly to Peter. Alright, let's go to the book of Genesis. Genesis in chapter 12, quickly. Genesis in chapter 12 and verse 1. Then the Lord said to Abraham, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you, curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham departed as the Lord had instructed, 
and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he left Haran. Today, I, I, I want to encourage us. I, I, previously, I want to speak about finances, but I felt that I just needed to encourage us briefly before we go into other stuff that can help us for the future. Whatever you do now is what sets you up for your future. Whatever you do now is what will set you up for your future. But what many people don't understand is what I call the, 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 the area of transition. Today I want to talk about writing for a great future, but I want to put a subject there called transition. Transition means a shift in position. Transition means a shift in position. And the problem many people have is that they don't know when to transition, how to transition, and why they should transition. Uh, if you don't transition, you will not be able to move from one phase of life into another. A wise man once said that the future only belongs to those who have the ability to foresee it and sacrifice the, ple- the, present, uh, the pleasures of the present in order to gain it. Transition. Transition is the basic foundation of progress. Some people find themselves in the middle of a transition. And they sometimes question, do I lean into the transition or do I stay where I used to be? But when we look at the scripture about regarding this beggar uh, at the gate called Beautiful, the question I would like to ask is why would you hold on to something that taught you to beg and blame? Or are you going to move forward or are you going to stay at the gate? Let me repeat myself. This man was about to enter into a place of transition. And in his mind, as these disciples were speaking to him, he was thinking to himself, should I go forward or should I remain where I am? The question many people ask themselves, should I buy this property or should I just stay where I am? Should I go for this job or should I stay where I am? Should I still stay at home or should I launch out? And these questions many people ask, but many of the questions we ask sometimes teaches us to still maintain the begging status quo. It still allows us to remain at the gate than walk away from the gate. And and as a lame man, the question is, the man has, can I have that cup please? Can I, let me have that cup, please, please. Thank you. So the man had this cup. And every single day, he has the cup. He used the cup to beg. And he will go from one person to another person, each time, begging for money. He will drop money inside it. Bear, bear in mind, he can't even move from where he is. And this cup is all he has 
for his survival. This cup is his entire life. So as he sits at the temple and everyone goes through, it's this cup that he has. Give me a chair. Give me your chair, brother. Give me, give me your chair. So every single time he sits, sit down. Hold the cup. Both hands. Every single time he's begging, he didn't have a first class chair, by the way. That was not the chair he had. And every single time people are walking by, he's begging for people to put money in. Remember, people are walking while he is sitting. But his circumstances have so much made it okay for him now to keep sitting and begging because he is no more at the level of those who are walking, leaping, and praising God. His idea and his entire life has now come to a standstill in front of the temple, in front of the gate. This was his daily life. And the cup he was holding, he will hold on to it so tight. Because every single thing for his survival is in this cup. Let me give you a story that, 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 that you will find funny. Not, not funny. Sobering. There are some children, Ghana and Lagos, around the world, you understand, but this specifically, I found out in, 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 in Nigeria, and, and, and uh, I, tears were coming down my eyes. You know, it happens sometimes here, so I'm just trying to bring a picture for some of you who may not understand this. But on the streets of Lagos in Nigeria, sometimes you see it in Ghana, and sometimes you see it here, where you stop in traffic, and then these young boys quickly come and watch your screen and, and do all that kind of stuff or they're begging for money. What I didn't realize was that while they were begging for money, there are two kinds of income they need. One income is probably, they, not probably, they need 300 naira, which is about 280p. About, for 80p, they must make 80p. They must make that 80p for them to be allowed to sleep under the bridge. There are people in charge of the bridge that your rent per day is 80p. So most of them are hustling just to be able to sleep under the bridge. For that ATP. We're not talking about the food. They're not talking about the food. And they're not talking about how they get there. They're just talking that if they don't find that ATP, they will have to walk all night just around. And so while we shout and scream at them and kick them away and say, stop, don't, don't do that. We are, we unconsciously is denying someone a sleep, not a food. And if they don't find anywhere to sleep, they're guaranteed to be killed, either by the police, or someone, or raped, or, 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 or abused throughout the night, because the only place they can sleep is if they get that ATP. 
I know you're finding it almost impossible. But that's the realization of people's lives. And we saw it for a time. Now, which means that if anyone wants to try to take this cup away from this man, he's going to fight for his life because he has to get ATP just to sleep, not to even eat. So, here he comes. People are walking down to the temple, going into church, while he's sitting at the door, asking for people to drop money on, and his entire life is here. Pastor, why did you give the story? Because the Bible says that they carried him what? Daily. They carried him daily to the temple. I am not sure that maybe he has to make enough money to pay those who have to carry him daily because nobody is going to do anything for you for free. So, every single day those who carry him are paid. And they have to be paid by the income that he makes. And so, here you have Peter and John walking down to the temple and this man doesn't realize that he's about to experience transition. And what they're saying to him is, I want to have to change your mindset. Because what I'm about to offer you, you're going to have to give something up. Is he going to hold on to the cup? Or is he going to hold on to the hand? The cup is his income. The hand is his future. But if he doesn't let go of the cup, he can't hold on to the hand. You've got to get this clearly. So I'm now saying, to, he's saying to me, and he sees me as a very rich man, and he feels, if I can get these two guys, that will pay my career for today. And here I'm walking by, and he's asking me for money, and I say to him, silver and gold, I don't have. That first sets the man off totally. Because he says, Silver and gold have I not. But, but, but what I can give to you, and immediately his light goes up, and faith, hope comes in, that, okay, you're not giving money, but you're going to give me something. He says, but what I can give to you is in the name of Jesus. But I'm, I, I don't know that man. Oh, oh, oh maybe I do. It, wasn't he killed? Is it the same man that was crucified and whipped? You, you want to give me Jesus, while I need money, I, I, I don't know who I should go with. Because this is an unknown, but this is a known. And unless he lets go of the cup, he can't transition into the future. Is anyone getting this? It's really important. Because the next few things I will say, I'm going to have to rush through it, but I have to set the tone. So, I'm saying... In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, you're going to have to rise up and walk. But he can't get up 
because he's never walked in his entire life. So he will need help to get up. But the help he has to get, he has to let something familiar go so that he can hold on to something new. And so I say, give me your hands. And he can't give me his hands unless he casts aside the cup. So until he puts down the cup, he can't get the hand. Because he has to hold on to both hands to be able to get up. But many of us will never leave the cup because the cup is the source of their income. And therefore, I can't move into my next level because of the uncertainty of the future. But you will never move into your future unless you are able to let go of the present. Nobody can transition into the future unless they shift their position. And the biggest thing that many people have to learn is to learn how to let what? Go. And unless he lets go of the cup, he can't hold to the hand. And when he holds on to the hand, that's when I say, get up. Because when he gets up, he's now be able not to depend on the cup, but depend on the one who told him to get up. And then no more giving him a fish, but he will now know how to what? Fish. Do you all get that? Because everything we've said over the last few weeks, Nothing will work if we keep having the same mentality of the past. Because nobody goes into the future fully knowing what the future holds. It is by faith. Thank you. Did anyone get that? It is by faith. And so, one of the most important things is that if you don't Hold on to the hand, you will not be able to stand. This man was in the middle of transition. And one of the things that you need to understand, I, I, I think I, I've got to preach that. You've got to bring the chair back. Because I think I, I've, got to, I've got to preach. I, 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 I've, I've got to preach. I, 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 I've got to preach. Down here. Sit, 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 sit. We're preaching together. If you're ever going to transition from anything in your life, you've got to learn to let go. And there are three things I want you to let go this morning. Number one, let go of the spot. Let go of the spot. He was sitting in the same spot. A stagnant river breeds death. A rusty car or a stagnant car always ends up rusty. A stagnant river breeds mosquitoes. An unmoving vehicle is destroyed by rust. An oversleeping person develops bed sores. If you don't change your position, you will never change your situation. You've got to let go of the spot. In Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6 to 7, the new living translation, the Bible says, when we were at Mount Sinai, the Lord our God said to us, you have stayed at this mountain long enough, it is time to break camp and move on. Sometimes, you've got to move from Egypt to Canaan. 
Sometimes you've got to move from Moab to Bethlehem, Judah. You've got to move back to Bethlehem, Judah. Sometimes you've got to move from renting to owning. Sometimes you've got to transition from debt to financial freedom. Sometimes you've got to move from your parents' house, according to Abraham, to a land that God is showing you. Sometimes you've got to move into a new job. Sometimes you've got to move into a new relationship. Sometimes you've got to leave the old relationship to be able to move into the new relationship. And sometimes you may have to leave what you had learned in your old church to learn something in your new church because you can't do the same thing and expect a different result. It's called a shift in mentality. It's called upsetting the mindset. And listen to me, with this guy, God help me this morning. Uh, with this guy, he has to leave the spot. Because if he doesn't leave the spot and move forward, he will keep staying on the same spot. If your mind doesn't say to you, I'm going to move forward. If your mind doesn't say to you, I can do this. If your mind doesn't say to you, I can buy my property. If your mind doesn't say to you, I can get out of this financial debt. Nothing is going to come to you. Ah, today's illustration day. Come, stay here. I'm going to get eight people. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Come, 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 come. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Uh, you sit down. You're still at, you're on the spot. Just a form. Uh, which is the best? Which is the best? Uh, uh, I want four people to stay on this line. And four people. And look at each other. Sorry, sorry. Four. So you can move back a bit. Move back a bit. Move back a bit. Yeah. Four, 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 four on this line. Four on that line. Come, quickly, quickly, quickly. quickly. Spread out a bit. Spread out, spread out. Spread out, spread out. That's, that's fine, that's fine. Move your chair, chair right now. Listen to me. This is what's going to happen. Come on. Stand. I want, I want you to spread, move back a bit. Move back a bit. Move back. This will help you. I don't know if it's going to help the cameras. Ah. But, 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 but this, this, this will help. Or do you want us to go on stage? It will cool. Okay. Listen. We spoke about convergence in the beginning of the year. Nothing will come to you unless you move. You've got to understand this. This is money. This is health. This is blessing. This is connection. This is goodness. This is mercy. This is purpose. This is greatness. All of them are there. But nothing, these people can come to you where you are. They will only come to you where you go. These things won't come to an old version of you. They are going to come to a new version of you. You didn't hear this. When the people you've met on your journey in life came to you when you moved from where you are. I would have never met my wife if she was still the old version of who she was before I met her. I would have never met my wife if she didn't decide in her heart I want to transition from living with these people to the fact that I need to get my own education. She was doing menial jobs, she was doing stuff, she was doing that for years, no one was sponsoring her. But in front of the people that she was living with, the people that she was around, she, what she came to do in this country, she hasn't achieved it. 
Therefore, the job that was waiting for her was not coming. The people that was waiting for her were not coming. You know why? Because she was in the same spot. I you know what I'm saying. I was in the same spot before what the tabernacle started. I wouldn't meet great people here if I was still the old version of what I am. So in his mind, if he doesn't shift his mentality to say, I can't sit where I am, because if I sit where I am, God can bless me in, in my own self. Be ye renewed by your mind. Now, you say, I'm going to, each time I move forward, you step forward. So, if in my mind, I say, I'm going for this property. In my mind, I'm not renting anymore. In my mind, I can get married and a successful marriage. Once I step forward, they step forward. Once I step forward, they step forward. Once I step forward, they step forward. So, things can keep coming to you the more you step forward. But when you, each time I step back, step back. When I step back, they step back. Because transition, you can get into the middle and find out, oh, uh, uh, I'm not sure if I continue because nothing is happening in the middle. When you're, you're tearing your house and you get to the middle and they've, 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 they've taken everything down, taken the sky, taken their buildings out, taking your furniture out. The whole place is like dust. Nothing looks good. And you're in the middle and you're wondering, ah, ah, I, wish, I think I might have loved my house the way it was because after five months, I can't see a change. But the more I step forward, the more they step forward. The more I step forward, the more. And the more I step forward, the more I don't ask goodness to come to me. I don't ask mercy to come to me. They all come to me because I am a magnetic attraction to the things that God has for me because God is looking at the new version of me. When I step backwards, they have to step backwards. When I step backwards, they have to step backwards. When I have to step back, I step. So listen to me. You can't get married if in your mind you are thinking of divorce. Because when you do get married, come forward, they cannot cope with the old version of you in the new era. That's why God couldn't bless Abraham in his old place. Because what he wanted for him would not come to him if he's still thinking of how he used to be. That's why you can give a poor man money. And the poor man looks like there's temporary success coming to him. But in five years, he's back to where he is. You know why? Because he hadn't transitioned in his mind. That's the reason some people can get married and it looks like, ooh, things are coming together. But because they haven't left really alone, in their mind, these guys cannot cope with the new Richard, because in their whole life, really is not what they want. So before you know anything, bam, they're back to the beginning. That's the reason why people can have temporary success, but not permanent. Because you know what? They are still sitting in the same spot. That's the reason why I could have given him money, but he would still be holding onto the cup. Meaning that these things might have come to him temporarily. 
but cannot have any permanent residence in his life because he's sitting on the same spot. But until you let that spot go, that place of convenience, that place of comfort, that place where you're not judged, that place where you now have responsibility, nothing can come forward. If my wife, and I'm using her this one, did not decide that I need to move where I am, to go all the way to Hydricon, to live alone, she didn't realize that as she was taking that move, something was stepping forward. She wasn't seeing it, but as she was taking that move, her husband also was stepping forward, although she didn't see her. As she was taking that move, Wasi Tabernacle was stepping forward, although she didn't see it. As she was taking that move, no one, no one would realize that every single move is bringing other people towards them. Are you following what I'm saying? We, we, when we were in Ghana, they said to my wife, you're going to give a speech. Just a speech. And I smiled. And all the guys there said, you're evil. And I was like, why? They said, because they knew that I'm happy it was her. That they called the phone. And of course it was, because every time you call pastor. So she gets up there to encourage those who are doing the work. And she gets up there and she said, I will only talk for five minutes. And then I smiled. And I said, why do you smile? I said, my wife never speaks for five minutes. I just know that. She gets up there and for 20 minutes, she was on a roll. But you know, we never knew. We didn't know. We didn't know, step back a bit, step, step back a bit, step back a bit. We didn't know that the first step of going to an orphanage a year and a half ago was moving us forward. We didn't realize that adopting our daughter was moving us forward. She didn't realize that everything we do will become relevant to the people we're about to encourage. I could not have done a better job. But I, 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 I wanted to stay in the same spot. Because I've just, I've just probably got semblance of independence from my son. I don't want to do school runs anymore. I don't want to take care of any, any, any child anymore. I, I, I love the sport. I was okay with my sport. But you do not realize that God can't use the selfish you. God has to use the transformed you. And the transformed you brings every single money you need. When they told us how much we need to spend to be able to adopt us here in England, my wife said, is it that expensive that that is too much money? She didn't realize that what she said was recorded at the adoption agency. When we went back to them to say we're ready, they said, according to your record, you said it was too expensive. My wife said, yes, in the physical. But through God, we can do what? All things. Through Christ, who strengthens us. We are not going to give up because every step we make, things start to come. And I need to share this testimony because the money that we needed, a couple just walked into our house one day and just said, God made this on our heart. And it's a lot of money. God just laid it on the heart. You have a project you're doing. We just want to show this into your life. We looked at each other and we didn't say anything to them until they left because we couldn't say anything. We looked at each other 
and we were both smart. We, we, couldn't, we, 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 we couldn't even talk to each other. Because the couple who gave us is the most unlikely. We, we, we couldn't talk to... Uh, when they left, we just, we just sat there and we were just... He, he just, uh, just one week ago, we said, where are we going to find the money? Just a week after that, God just brought this couple, walked in, just said, this is what God made on our house. You know why? Because God had now made me transform in my mind into the fact that that child is now my child. And I haven't even left where I was physically, but in my spirit and in my mind, I have moved forward and everything that I needed converges. Everything came to me. But many of us are still like the lame man, sitting down there. And God can't bring things to us if we stay where we are. You've got to let go of the spot. Thank you, darling. Thank you so much. You've got to let... I've got three more minutes to finish this. You've got to let go of the spot. So the first F we've got to let go is the spot. The second F, I'm going to watch through this, is you've got to let go of systems. Somebody say systems. Mm. Let me give you scripture. Acts chapter 3 verse 2. Acts chapter 3 verse 2. He says, And a certain man named from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask arms from those who entered. So there was a system. One, he was carried. Two, it was daily. Three, he, he begged for arms. There was a system in They carried him daily. Sometimes people like to be carried as it takes less responsibility to stand on your own. Worship Tabernacle is not all about properties. That's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. But it's all about encouraging you and pushing you through to some certain degrees that will let go of the system that always carries you. One couple came to me and said to me, Oh, Pastor, that we, we are applying for a council property. We're on the list. We just want to know if we should have a baby, it will bump us up the list. And it was a system. They didn't do anything wrong, but it was a system. The question I asked them is that, did your dad have a council property? Yes. Did your own parents have a council property? Yes. So they were engrossed in a system that told them that the best way to earn anything is to be carried by a broken system that teaches you to beg but never to own. The system of the United Kingdom financially questions every sense that comes into your account. Have you realized that when you have some, a slight amount of money in your account, then you get phone calls? Have you realized how many times letters have come through the mail to tell you to borrow? Because the entire system of the country is based on borrowing. The new fiscal... Uh, uh, 
uh, who's the chancellor, when he gave his new uh, budget, is all on debt. We will borrow more to invest. The, the question we ask ourselves is, they've said that every single family, I don't know if this didn't come to mind, but they said every single family in the United Kingdom owe an average of 5,000 pounds. So the system is set up for you to be poor. It's set up. In fact, our lineage is set up to be poor. And most of the time, the way we spend and the way we live has set up ourselves to be poor because it is a system. We're so much engrossed in the system because it is cheaper in people's minds to rent than to owe, own. Because if you own, you pick up responsibility. When we were in the interchange studio, we were renting. I didn't understand gas bill, electricity bill. I didn't understand security. I didn't understand insurance. There was nothing to insure. But the moment we owned this building, all those things converged to me that we need to start to pay. I didn't understand that I had to deal with the neighbors. Because it's the, maybe not the same class. But if you are still using the entertainment studio, and you are as much as this, then I'm telling you there will be no problem. Because they will find the entertainment studio. The entertainment studio is a government-run institution. They will say, we need the people because we need their money. And that will be the end of the discussion. But the moment you move towards when you have to own, the moment you, you move to where you're now married, eh, while you are single, you are carried. When you're married, you now have to carry. But many people don't want to transition and don't know how to transition because they love the old system. So the old system for a guy says to him, I can come in and I can leave anytime. I'm not accountable to anybody. The old system of the girl is, when is it, what's happening this weekend? You call Lucy up. Lucy, what's happening? Maria would say, oh, you know what? We thought to go to the old two. There's a new um, sport. They won't say club. A new sport. Because they're Christians. It's a new sport. That, 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 that is opening there. Oh, so, so what are we wearing today? Oh, we're, we're wearing bodycom. Tight seated. For who? We don't know. So, 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 the problem with in relationships is that you, you, you have your independence of wearing what you want to wear, doing what you want to do, and then you now walk into a relationship and someone is saying, mm, uh, I'm not used to going out with someone that goes out every single week. And you're like, I need my independence. That's the problem. You can't transition into the new phase because one, you're still holding on to your spot. You're still holding on to your cup. And the next stage where you need to go is an unknown future. But if you're going to walk, if you're going to leap, and if you're going to praise God, 
you have to leave your old system and leave your old spot. Because the system that you're used to is not working for your future. That system of begging is easier than that system of working. But that system of begging will keep you in level one. But that system of working, while you walk, while you leap, while you're praising God, it sets you up for the next level. And many people can't transition. I'm telling you, many people can't transition. Many people are begging God to get married, but they can't transition into it. Many people are begging God, give me a house, but you can't transition. Why? Because when you transition, it will take a dent on your finances. And most people want to change their circumstances to improve their life. Instead of changing themselves to improve their circumstances. What's my message this morning? Abandon any skill that no longer serves you. Holding on to the past can impede your future. It doesn't work. Let me, let me quickly share this before I close. In Washington Tabernacle, before, we used to have 6 a.m. prayer meeting. Did you remember 6 a.m. prayer meeting? Where was the 6 a.m. prayer meeting? Church. Can I, how many people were here during that time? Wait at me, wait at me. We'll get to church at 6 a.m. Actually, was it 6 a.m. or 5? It was 6 a.m., wasn't it? 6, 6 a.m. We'll come 6 a.m. Bam! Till 6, 7 o'clock. And then everyone's rushing to work. It looks exciting when you see 60 people. 50 people come out. And we'll all worship God. I didn't understand what it took for people who had children. My husband and I would jump into the car and drive all the way. Sometimes we would take our phone, just drive all the way. And then somebody, just a friend, went to their house, was eating. And they said, oh, in our church we have, oh, it's going to be time for prayer. I said, prayer, you're still at home. You know, me, I'm still class of time. And no, 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 we do it online. I said, ah, how do you do prayer online? Oh, there's this, this, this app. People just phone in. And we can do it online. I'm like, really? Mm, that's not deep. That's not deep. You're not spiritual. So I walked away from it. Because my system of growing up in Christianity is that we all come together and do If that doesn't happen, we're not spiritual. It was my system, isn't it? We did it for a while. It was the system. Then, one day, I went to the same place again, and they said the same thing. I said, maybe we should try this. And then, we first use the phone in, where we were dialing, and the church will pay. And when we were paying, I didn't listen to them the first time, because they said, it's an app, I went paid. When the bill was £6,000 in one month, I had to say, guys, we really have to find something else that works. And with that system, you can only dial in. If you're not in the country, you can't dial in. And so, they brought a new system on. Remember, I'm still struggling with shakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakakak
leading. You know, when you're leading and everybody else is praying along with you and you're hearing their voice, it is easier than you leading for 35, 40 minutes. And you can't say no response. And sometimes I'm saying, say after me, I didn't hear you properly. I didn't, I didn't hear anyone. <laughs> Anyone, by the way. And sometimes my barometer of do I hear is my wife. So I tell her, you stay in the kitchen. I stay here. If I can't hear you properly, I can't hear you properly. Say this after again. I didn't think you said it by saying, how do you know? And so I'm now moving to a new system that is not comfortable because I can't hear anyone. So I don't know, are we praying or are we not praying? But the new system allows more people to join. Nobody is rushing to church. No child is woken up by 4 a.m. Even the children can join in. Even if you're going to work, you can pray along. Even you can use it on your phone. Anywhere in the world, I can lead prayer meetings by it. But if I have kept the same spot and kept the same system, I would never have moved into the future. Let go of the spot, let go of the system, and let go of your support. Acts chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. That prayer partner, that you have has stopped being a partner but being your support. You look unto that person more than you look up unto God. Support can include relationships that once meant something more than it does now. Addiction, sex, drugs, alcohol, friendships, family, a bad habit. Whatever is weighing you down that you feel a sense of despair in any way, shape, or form, it's something that you need to remove. You get nowhere quickly. You get nowhere quickly by continually parking. Because where you park your car becomes your support system. Are you following what I'm saying? And many people, they have parked illegally. So, many people are with friends and people that they have passed their car with and their lives. And all you're getting is parking tickets. There is nowhere in life where there will not be a time where you have to leave where you have parked your car. He said to Abraham, where you're parking is now illegal. Where you're living is your support system. He says, this Bethsaida, this uh, pool that you stayed with for 38 years is an illegal place now. The man parked there so much that one day Jesus was walking by. He says, what are you doing here? He says, I have nobody to walk carry me into the water when the angel comes to do what? Says system. That was a system. And he was in the same spot. Trying to change his life in the same spot 
with a system. Jesus comes and says, you have so, you, you've been supporting, you, 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 you've held on to that support system so long that I'm now telling you, rise up and walk. Funny thing is that he rose up, passed his back and walked. And the next thing I ask is, everybody else that was there was still holding on to a system and a spot. Because if I was lame and I saw somebody talk to you and you get up, wouldn't I run after you and say, ah, what about me? That's the reason why many churches love the spectacular instead of the supernatural. Let go of the support. I focus on one thing, leaving the things that are behind and looking forward to what is before me. My conclusion is this. We are in a transition period. Number one, don't let the enemy give you lies. And the three things the enemy lies to you is that you're not strong enough to do this. You're not brave enough to do this. And you've messed up too much to do this. In Christ, you can do all things. Did you get anything from it? You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.